our three heroes took it upon themselves to travel into the dwarven mine and look for treasure or technology or knowledge that could potentially help them in trying to free the town of Grispin Hills from the clutches of a group of bandits that have come into town demanding protection money and cuts of what they found and beating up anyone who uh, gave them any sort of flack. When you left the town, you had just left after confronting a couple of these bandits and sending them packing through the use of some clever spells. Now here in the mine, you found yourself careening down a cart uh, rail until finally crashing into an obstruction, uh, a place where there had been a big cave-in uh, in, the, in the tunnel. You worked through a various you know, magical means and physical means to clear enough of the obstruction up in the top corner that you could be able to crawl through. Artemis did a quick detect magic and sensed something pass through the sphere of your of your detection, but wasn't able to, to, to determine what it was. So crawling through, you found yourself in a larger cavern that had these dull glowing crystals, kind of an orangey brownish uh, color. I almost think of like uh, like that color from the 80s, like everybody's grandmother's, you know, kind of sofas and everything. It kind of has that feel to it but you weren't alone. As coming out from the corner, crawling along the ceiling with these long bladed metal arms, some sort of construct that was glowing from inside, it attacked you all and started spewing fire down upon you from some sort of internal stove or furnace. Now, you did battle with it, and in doing so, started yo-yoing party members up and down out of consciousness until finally, with the final strike, I believe it was from a nat 20 from from Artemis yeah. on Firebolt. Yeah. Awesome yeah. shot. <laughs> Took out the construct. However, in doing so, uh, the only thing that was keeping party members up was a concentration spell of heroism uh, from from Aranis. And when that dropped, stable but unconscious, Grokus and Artemis lay on the cavern floor. And you, Aranis, were the only one left here in the Dwarven Mine awake. So, as we start tonight's game, first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to reach over and get some dice. Oh. And the dice vault. Because we need a d4. And we're going to pick this lovely little guy. And we're going to roll a d4 to see how long it takes both Grokus and Artemis to come back to consciousness. So we're going to do Grokus first. One hour. That's a one. Yes! So Grokus, you'll come <laughs> yes. back after one hour. Sweet. Artemis. With no other help, you'll come back to consciousness after three hours. So here in the first hour, while Grokus, you are still unconscious, Aranis, is there anything that you want to do as you sit here waiting to see if your friends, they're breathing, you've been able to stop bleeding, um, but they haven't woken up yet. Uh, yeah, I think Aranis kind of just sits on the ground for a minute uh and and breathes because he's at two hit points and got hit i think twice from the fire breathing weapon thing uh so he's like singed all over um he looks back to look at the hole to to think about possibly just climbing through and going finding a way back up um but also if i fall i'll probably knock myself unconscious and <laughs> who knows um so 
Uh, I forget who has the uh, the log thing. Uh, that would be Artemis has the log. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to, you know, fish through and find the log thing. Um, kind of find a little, like, corner between some rocks. Um, put the log there. Drag both of them over to it. Lay their heads down on it. Um, and then I'm going to use the little... Uh, the cone of skinnying thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to go to a little other outcropping of rocks uh, where I can keep an eye on them, but I'm not directly by them. Um, and I'm going to kind of snuggle in with the rocks and then I'm just going to cast uh, minor illusion, um, kind of just making it look like some more rocks are around them uh, ah. to obscure them a little bit. And I'm just going to keep casting that as a cantrip okay. just over and over. Okay. It is busy work keeping that up um, and anxious work indeed. Um, Grokus, as you come to, can you make a quick <sighs> perception check at disadvantage for me? You're blurry-eyed as you oh, kind of first look low around. rolling last time. Come on now. <laughs> it's like, a new day. Time. It's a new day. Perception, okay. Well, let's see what that's going to be. Not very good. Actually, not bad, though. So it's going to be a 13. 13? Okay. You look about, and as your your kind of eyes come open and, and start to blink and clear, um, your drift globe is not going currently. It's, it's very dim light in here. Um, you see Artemis lying with her head on the log next to you unconscious. And as you do a quick scan, you don't see Aramis anywhere but you see the the giant kind of broken down carcass of the construct. Still next to us, okay. okay. Well, a little ways away, <laughs> Ar uh, uh, Aranis had dragged you across, but you still do see it like across the cavern. So I'm gonna go make sure that, um, um, I'm gonna make sure that she's okay, that Armis is fine. So I'm gonna still go to kind of quietly go over there and check. And as you get up and start moving, Aranis, you would see, you'd be kind of focusing, you'd see him sure. starting to stir. And I'm, I'm being kind of quiet because I still don't know what's all going on. I just know that Artemis is down there. For sure. Yeah, so I'm being kind of just quiet, just kind of. You're yeah. up. You're okay. I take off the little cone thing and kind of <sighs> come back to. Okay. I put down like my, <laughs> my weapon because I had the warmer out. I was like, okay, well. Uh, you're about to make me see my god for the third time tonight. Oof. Uh, I think around <sighs> just nods and then passes out because he's just been casting that over and over. Okay. So just from exhaustion, you yeah. just go to sleep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. And he had the, so we have the log out, right? So I do yes. see the, do I see the, okay. Um, so I'm going to make sure I'm going to bring Aranis over to us. I'll make sure he's on the log as well. Cause okay. I, I take it where he fell. He's not on it. So I'm going to, Try to drag him over. I'm, I'm exhausted too, so I'm gonna try to bring him over to log as well, just making sure that they're uh, they're both stable. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I get into the log, and then I'm because I'm like I need I'm too tired to do anything. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say a prayer. I'm gonna say just like a long just prayer um, to Anarx about just everything. Just like kind of pour my heart out, just especially what happened today. So mm. say a long prayer. Gonna definitely gonna uh, pray for Artemis and Aramis, um, Aramis as well, just for balance and things like that, and kind of just um just to help get us out of here if that's um if that's going to help keep balance of the world so yeah 
So I'm going to just kind of just pray for like, it's just a long time too, until I pass out. I'm probably going to pray until I go to sleep. So yeah. just <laughs> go ahead and roll a religion check for me. <laughs> oh, what's that going to be? Okay. Well, it's going to be a, a fantastic six. Oh, okay. we're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> but we're getting them all out early. We're getting the bad rolls out early. Um, you pray until you fall asleep and it brings you comfort to, to say the words, to go through the repetitions, uh, to put your intentions out there. Um, but as always, it is a one-sided conversation. You don't feel the immediate presence of Enor. Um, even though you assume that your magic comes through worship of him, he's never directly spoken to you and he doesn't hear in this moment either. So when I and when I died before, kind of, I didn't. So I probably just imagined that I I saw maybe when I almost died twice last time. Yeah, you so would have. I, you you maybe you know, it's hard to tell. You didn't hear from him directly, and what you saw could have been Enor. It also could have been your own mind creating a scenario uh, in that moment. Um, the line between you know faith and the unknown is is very very squiggly um and takes faith to <laughs> to have faith in some regards the three of you sleep and having gone to sleep willingly the next person to wake up now by herself is artemis <laughs> the only one awake and you look and see your two companions stretched out with their heads on the log dozing off next to you and you've got a killer headache and you can smell kind of the burnt clothes and everything from the encounter. Uh, but you are awake and you've got one hit point. Fuck. Fuck. Ah. I just look at Grokis and just check and make sure that he's okay. He's breathing. He's fine. Snoring loudly. <laughs> um glance over at Aranus and just kind of whisper a small like thank you and honestly just go back to sleep <laughs> okay yeah. are you all intending to try to get a long rest here or do you want to you know attempt to wake up after an hour or so just do a short rest and roll hit die what's the plan Grogus is old so he's asleep and like he's just <laughs> out, so he's... I'm, I'm thinking no. a long rest as well, well yeah long rest okay just passed out, gone to the world. <laughs> Sounds good. Can I get someone to roll a d20 for me? No modifier. He wants to do it. Oh, well, I mean, I can't roll bad like every single roll like last time. <laughs> Here's one. This is great. This is great. All right, so 16. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> 17 or higher triggered a random encounter. What? <laughs> <laughs> So the one the time one you roll high, it was almost a bad news. Oh, <laughs> oh, that would have been so bad. And our listen, We're okay. And our listen, so cool. We're good. In that case, time passes by, and you all begin to wake up one at a time within a few minutes of each other. You're not a hundred percent sure how much time has passed. Um, you know, it's been at least you know, what we would consider eight hours um, because you're all feeling refreshed and 
back to full health and yes. back to uh, full spell slots and all of that good stuff. Sore and maybe a little grumpy, uh, but... I'm definitely turning on the Drift Globe. I'm like, doing like Cast Night right now, Casting Light with the Drift Globe because it's kind of dark. So Sounds good. It's silly in casting that. It immediately scatters these beautiful dark orangey-brown shadows and light through the crystals all throughout the cave. How are you guys? Uh, how are you guys doing? Could be better. Got even worse. <laughs> uh, what is that thing? Can you do you know why it's down here? Why it attacked us? What it is, Grokus? Um, sorry, lad. I don't really. I haven't seen. Uh, I'm going to go analyze it. I'm going to kind of walk over. It's kind yeah. of just some, um, just kind of look at it. Yeah, go ahead and um, give me, let's start with an investigation check here, just to kind of poke around it and try to see what you see. Uh, I have, I think I have one more Bardic Inspiration. Uh, You're that. back to full because you got a full rest. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> I'm going to use... I, uh, I should be. I'm gonna save it. I'll take. I'll save it because I got a. What, what was that investigation? Yes. So that's gonna be an 18. An 18. Ooh. Okay. Um, anyone else who wants to roll investigation can as well as you all maybe you know come over and start poking around it. But with an 18, you very even having not been around the dwarves for hundreds of years and your memory being shaky of when you were a very young dwarf and and you know before the society fell you are recognizing the the patterns the make there are runes carved into this that you can't always read they they seem to be archaic um but you're very quickly realizing that this is most certainly a dwarven made mechanism um with an 18 you also see the front kind of grill of sorts where the fire had been coming out has like hinges and it opens up and it's currently kind of just as it sits kind of you know canted um it's just kind of swung open and you poke your head down there real quick and um you see some some kind of like machinations and you, it's like what looks like to be a little gem set deep in um but it's all dull and cold um, there's a lot of just like blackened soot type area from where the fire had been spewing out, um, but it's it's cold at this point. Could I take the gem? Could I attempt to take the gem out? Could you can. Yeah. Go ahead and make a dexterity check to just to reach in there and try Ooh. to pry it out. Aramis, can you can you give me a hand here? Um, I I'm not as limber as I used to be, um, but I, I want <laughs> so I'm going to show him. Yeah, uh, what I see from inside there, I think you may be, you might be able, better able to maybe reach in there and grab it. I don't know if you can see; it's like a little, a little stone. It's not gonna hurt me or anything, is it? If I, <laughs> if I do this, honestly, lad, I'm not sure. I, I do not know. But um, so if you don't want to understand, I'll go for myself. But that, that is a good point. I'm, I'm not sure. I'll give it a shot. Uh. Just straight dexterity or sleight of hand? Uh, yeah, I would and say I, you could use sleight of hand on and this. I wanna, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to cast um, Guidance. Sweet. So I'm going to give you a pat on the back, but like if you I appreciate it. 
right, plus three to sleight of hand. That's a 17, so dirty 20. Dirty 20, you gonna use the guidance as well, or? I mean, might as well, uh, I'm just saying, might as well, well. because I can always yeah. just okay. cantrip, I'm just saying. Cool. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> so it's gonna be uh, a, a, a D4, yep. yep. 30, 20, plus two, 22. 22, okay. Deftly, you reach in using your two fingers like a pair of tweezers to kind of weave your way through a couple you know, different what looks like piping and whatnot that goes across. And you reach in and you pluck it. And you, you're, you're surprised when you grab it that it just pops right out. There is a little bit of almost like a, like a click or whatnot. Like it was set in there, but it, but it comes out very easily. As you pull it back out, you notice that it also has um, a setting that is attached to the bottom of the gem and almost acted like uh, like a plug into whatever this mechanism was. Um, it's a really good check. Go ahead and I'm going to say that in doing all of that, you're so quick and easily focused that I want you to I want to give you a perception check at the same time. Okay. Okay, uh, that is a nine. What's my perception? Uh, plus four is 13. 13, okay. Um, yeah, 13, I would say is enough. As you're, as you're pulling it out, you, you, you're, you're working it out and, and everything, and as it's finally coming, uh, you're feeling real confident, and you just kind of take one last look around on the inside. And you see some sort of like scrawled writing, like mm. on one of the metal panels on the interior. You can't read it like from here. Like it, you just see like etchings, and it's really hard to see. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you catch like there is some sort of and like you look and there's like it's in multiple places, kind of like built into the inside of this creature. Um, can I minor illusion like a just a rough kind of copy of it uh that's a I don't really cool idea yeah. So. yeah i will say before you can minor illusion it like like the perception check was to catch that there was something there okay yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you need to you need to get your head in there crane you know try to like actually see it better first um, uh, yeah so that would be um i'd say a, we'll call it an investigation check there's a physical <laughs> aspect to this yeah. did, did, if, if you tell us about this did you are you really in this like, there's something in there to us as well to Grokus and Artemis, or you're saying like, hey, there's... Yeah, I'm definitely saying, hey, okay. there's something okay. in here uh, while I'm trying to minor illusion it. Uh, I'm going to cast light inside there if I can, because okay. I have that cancer to cast like, light inside there, see if we can help like make it easier to... Awesome. To that, I'm going to say that that gives you advantage on your investigation yes. check. That's really good, because I have plus zero to investigation. <laughs> That is a three and a 19, so a 19. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, here we go. You get a pretty good look at it, and they are runes that are like you, well, let me ask you this, what languages do you speak? Let's see, uh, I speak uh, common, elvish, and infernal. Okay, so you can't read the writing. Um, but you do see it well enough and you even just kind of like start your minor illusion and like build it while you're looking almost just like tracing in the air with your hand and pretty soon there is a block of text that is hovering in the air for all of you to see. Grokus, you speak dwarvish? Yes. 
so you immediately can read this. It is Dwarven oh. Runes. <laughs> it's Dwarven Runes. And surprisingly, it's a spell. It's not one that you cast, but you're looking at it and looking at the, you know, it's got all the information of how to cast it and whatnot, and you're realizing very quickly this is some sort of equivalent of a spell scroll. However, etched permanently into the interior lining of this creature. Dorvis kind of takes a moment, kind of wipes his eyes because he hasn't seen um, Dorvish writing. So it's like just being able to see like his people's writing up there, just kind of. So he takes a moment, just kind of get his breath because he's just so overcome with just seeing his own his own people's writing. That's yeah. So he takes a deep moment, um, kind of wipes his eyes, and then. <clears throat> Um, so yes, so this is um sorry, this dust or whatever, something this air. Really dusty. Yeah, it's really, really dusty. Yeah. Really dusty. Um this is like a it's like a spell. It's like they like they like they etched it into it to to, to cast somehow, I think it's what wow, it's, spell is it? That's like... incredible. Um do what would I know kinda what spell it is? Yeah, so to... you you read through it and you go, oh, okay, this is not a spell that I would cast. Um, this is arcane, um, and it is in uh, it's it's like an ev evocation spell. It's fire. You're kind of looking, and all of a sudden you realize, oh, this is a a spell called scorching ray. Ooh. Oh. I I know what hit us. It's it was scorching ray. It's. Yeah, it's kind of you. Ar Artemis, make a Arcana was, check for me. Because oh, I was going to ask Artemis. I was like, Artemis, have you heard of something? Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> Seriously, this is. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen. That's good. Um, so a couple things immediately come to mind. First, you're like, Scorch Ray, I can cast that. <laughs> you're like, that's Arca arcane. That's my that's my jam as a wizard. Second thing is you're like, well, that wasn't Scorching Ray that was hitting us. It, like you were getting hit with a cone of fire. Um, so there's a little disconnect as far as the actual spell and the, the effect that it had on you all. Um, go ahead and make one more check for me, Artemis. Um, we're going to call this just a straight intelligence check. Straight intelligence. Okay. Could I give guidance on this? If I'm Actually, like... you know what? No, we're going to call this an arcana check because it is about the way spells interact with each other. So, yes, it's an arcana check. Okay. And yes, you can have guidance. So, give you guys, because I wanted to come up with you and ask, like, this is. Oh, oh. my gosh. Woof, that was high. I think it just. <laughs> <laughs> so, with, without oh. guidance, 22, what do I roll for guidance? D4. D4. Oh. Four? <laughs> I mean, yes, yes. I'm just I mean, here. We go. It's a so, trip. Why not? Uh, that's 28. Oh my oh, god. Okay. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> With a 28. <laughs> um, what you're realizing here is that there is some sort of combination of spells and technology with this gem and the inner workings and the spell scroll beings carved in that whether the creature had other abilities that it didn't use or perhaps the spells were being transmuted and used in different ways, you know, something that charges it and then releases it in a different function. Um, you're looking over the gem a little bit too. It's the same coloration of rock as the or crystal as the crystals that are in the room. 
and you're starting to piece the puzzle together a little bit and go, okay, there is some sort of connection between this crystal and the ability to focus, manipulate, transmute, you know, spells and deliver them in a, in a certain way. Um, it's going to take more study than, than a quick look to, to understand exactly how it all works, but you're getting, you're very much getting the sense that like, there's a combination of technology and magic at work here to make this creature happen. And the crystal that he, that Arenas has, right? That, that crystal. It's right? the same. Yep. It's okay. the same kind of coloration, that dark orangey Brown as the other ones. I relay that to the group because, well, um, the other thing I'll this... point out real quick with your check is you do know that with a little translation help from Grokus, mm -hmm. if you wanted to, you could copy gonna... this into your spell. I was going to say, I was going to do yeah. that. I was, oh my, I was just about to do that. No joke. I was like, let me write this down for you, Artemis, because I know she's <laughs> studying that. So I was definitely, I was already like writing it down. Like, okay. Yep. Oh my goodness. So yeah, start scribbling. So okay. It'll take you about a half hour to do it um, and get it right. But yeah. Yeah. Y'all do that in the heart. If you get, if you guys don't mind, I'm gonna transfer this down because Artemis, I know, I mean, you can cast a lot of things. I think this might be, hopefully, maybe even helpful getting us out of here. So I'm definitely gonna just give me one, just give me about half an hour. It'll be real quick. Yeah, I'm gonna sit and play some background music. Okay. <laughs> like okay. lo-fi channel type thing. Yes. Grows <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> just kind of vibes. It's like okay. <laughs> <laughs> And so hip hop was born in the <laughs> kingdom of Alsan. <laughs> oh my god! I love and it. I, as we're right, we're going to be like, um, man, it's looks like my people are a little more, I guess, maybe advanced than I ever would have guessed. I mean, who who would have thought? That's just incredible. So then, the the question becomes: Do we tell other people what's down here? Hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think any of this would be good in Cartwright's hands. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. That um, and I don't want it to be lost forever. I mean, if there's any more of my kind, I don't want it to be. I don't want to be in the wrong hands, of course, but I don't want it just to be, you know, forgotten. I want some piece of us to kind of last. I mean, um, can I do some kind of check to see like how old the construct is? Like maybe yeah. if it's been down here on its own for a while, or if I can tell if somebody's been like maintaining it uh, or anything like that. Sure. Go ahead and make an investigation check for that. Plus um, it's not it's not something that you're really trained in so it's not an yeah. easy dc but go come for on it. that 20 come on <laughs> or i can i can ask Grokus to try to take a look at it in terms of that because you're yeah. probably better than i am is it because i'm old that i should just know how old I'm, okay you're not wrong <laughs> <laughs> Okay, boomer. Fine. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Let me just see if I can see how old this this machine is. I mean, it's metal. Okay. okay. What is this going to be? Just a straight? I'll give you, yeah, I'll give you advantage on this. I mean, you're, okay. you're trying to determine specifically dwarven things. Uh, investigation. Investigation. Yep. Okay. Well, 
Ooh, 19. 19. Plus anything? No, just 19. Okay. Straight 19. Because I was, I was like, is it, is it perception? Yeah, so yeah. straight 19. What you're noticing upon further inspection is a lot of areas of um, minor rust and kind of broken bits. And it's it's nothing that's like super obvious at first glance, but as you look over it more, you're seeing dents and scrapes and things and like, oh, okay, this thing's like pretty, pretty, not beat up, but scuffed up. Worn, um, pretty, pretty yeah, well pretty worn, worn pretty worn. There's like, you know, where, where, you know, certain types of metal like would have a shine to them. Like they're just dull at this point. Um, so yeah, almost impossible to pinpoint exactly how old this thing is, but it does seem it's, to be pretty it's, old. It's seen yeah. some, uh, well, she's definitely, definitely a little, definitely well-worn. Definitely it's, and I, I can't, I can't give like an exact date, but it's definitely seen some, some <laughs> use. I mean, I feel bad whoever else may have, but maybe, maybe it wasn't always for destruction. I mean, it seems like it's capabilities for, for mining too. So maybe, maybe it wasn't always just meant to, Especially um, with the fire, I mean, for things like, because I know we crafted things as well, like, you know, so maybe it wasn't always just used for for violence. I love this line of thinking. Go ahead and roll a history check. Okay, okay, not terrible. Okay, <laughs> let's see. Okay, a 13. 13, 13. so... Okay. Yeah, hard to tell. It is, other than the fire itself basically what you're getting is that while this thing attacks you like there could very well be multiple purposes oh, for these things they the fire sure it was used to blast towards you but could it be used for other things the big bladed arms well sure they were used to swipe at you but they also allowed it to crawl like you know by sticking mm -hmm. into the so it's kind of like you're 50 50 on like is this a defender is it a tool like you're not you're not sure so like, I mean, it could be, like I said, this, it might not necessarily just be just meant to attack. So maybe this is a chance that it might not just be for destruction. I mean, because you see the way it, it can kind of crawl around to the claws and everything else. I mean, I just can't see it just being only for, for attacking. Well, uh, I was trying to see if maybe some of your people had been maintaining it, if we might find some more dwarves down oh, here, but... I don't... From what I can see, it doesn't. This is this, like I said, it looks pretty well worn. Um, although I'd like to hope that maybe someone else would be down here, but I, I feel like if they were somehow, they would have known, they would have heard some of this going on. I feel like, especially when we we're all sleeping too, I feel like they would have come down. But in regards to what you said before, I mean. Yes, we shouldn't let them know, but I mean, at least we do know, and hopefully we can find more people we can trust and let them know about it. So I think, yes, we don't, definitely not let Carway until I give him a speaking to, let him, you know, you know, definitely give him some balance and show him some balance. Until then, definitely we'll keep this between us. I mean, I, I know I know, I only just met Uranus, but like the way you helped us just right now, which I do owe you my life for, by the way, like I, seriously, the way you protected Artemis when I failed, to try to protect her and I'm Artemis, I do owe you more apologies I can ever give. But okay, like I definitely I trust I trust this knowledge with, with you guys. Like so um what about Lovin? Do we think Lovin would know anything about the the gem? 
Mm. We can always try. Um, I mean, he did have lots. He did that other kind of dwarvish item too. So maybe he he might. How much do you trust him? That's the question. I, I feel I, I feel like he's better with us now, especially since we did help him a little bit. So hopefully, yeah. since we helped him, I feel like he might be uh, a bit more trustworthy than usual. Mm. But uh, it's up to you guys. We can go back and study the gem more. We can go deeper in the mine. I I do. I kind of want to go deeper just because seeing this, seeing my people's stuff, but I mean, it's dangerous. So I definitely understand if we, if you guys want to go back, I am. So either, either way, I'm fine with the decision. I've seen a lot already as it is to last me the rest of my lifetime to give me some sense of, um, the history of, of the past. So, but so either, whatever you guys decide, if you want to go deeper, I'm more than down, but if you want to go back, I, I definitely understand as well. Uh, Aranis is going to get up and dust himself off and say, I'm down to go find some more dwarf stuff. I think I am too. So your intention is to go deeper into the mine. Okay. Go ahead and make a perception check for me. Oh, man. This can only go well. <laughs> I know. I was like, this is like, <laughs> oh, I got a nat one. I got a two. I literally got a two. <laughs> Artemis, please. Come on, Artemis. <laughs> Ten. Okay. okay. Ten isn't bad. <laughs> you know, it's middle. It's middle of the room. Um, <laughs> so you, you start poking around, and what you do notice is that there are indeed some offshoot tunnels from this tunnel. Now the minecart path itself does not continue. It ended when it got to this main room. Um, And as you start to look, you realize that the tunnels that are going down are not fully finished. They're not fully excavated. They do end after a while. And kind of upon checking a couple of them and whatnot, what what you're piecing together is that this room you, this may have been a fairly new mine. Um, this room was certainly where they were focusing at the time when whatever happened happened and everything ended. Um, and that at least from what you've been able to to find with those checks, uh, there are no other really great options that don't include trying to do some digging of your own um, deeper in. Uh, can I hack off just a little piece of the ore on our way down? You can. Just... Yep. Yep. Smart. Easy enough to do. Uh, you get kind of like a like a baseball sized chunk. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. very asymmetrical and kind of rough, but still, in, again, in its own way, in a in a quiet, kind of less flashy way, it's quite beautiful. And Artemis did detect magic, right? So she so she already saw that it was like. That the crystal itself was like has that or magic rate or well no because your detect magic uh, extended into the room a little bit but you I don't know that you've done one since then I'm going to okay Artemis if you want to or I can um maybe we should see if this is I feel like it's going to be magical but maybe we can just confirm if you if I can if you if you don't want to I definitely can as well no I can this it'll take about ten minutes but I can do it oh yeah we could. I, maybe we're kind of, I think we're at a dead end here anyway, so. 
I play more lo-fi music. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're ritual casting Great. detect magic? Yes, I okay. am. Okay. Upon the 10 minutes going by and you reading out from your spell book, um, yeah, the place lights up like a firecracker. <laughs> All of these crystals are emitting a magical essence. The essence you pick up is transmutation. Oh. oh. It's not a, like, after you get over the initial shock of like, this massive mound of crystals glowing. Mm -hmm. um, you do kind of like, as your eyes adjust a little bit, you do realize <laughs> that like the level of spell coming off of it doesn't seem terribly strong. Um, mm -hmm. It's it's not like, you know, it, like when you look at the little piece in Aranis's hand, it's, it's, it's glowing, just not very brightly, um, but it is a transmutation uh, school. Everything here is transmutation. I don't, I can't even comprehend the amount of magic that's here. Wow, that's, that's kind of, that's a little scary. It um, makes me wonder about what happened to the dwarves more. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a lot of, it's a, a lot, lot of, of magic transmutation. So what could they have needed to turn into something else? Mm. I, I mean, but maybe it could have been just like maybe transforming the rock to maybe mine easily. I mean, Possibly. could have been. Um, Artemis, can I get another Arcana check off of you? Yep, yeah, absolutely. Oh boy. Uh, 15. 15? Yeah, pretty good. Um, trans their line of thinking's not wrong. Transmutation can be used to change one item to another, so like a polymorph spell or whatnot. That being said, in the same way that evocation can be various things and conjuration can be, transmutation can be various types of things. It can be enhancing, it can be changing type of something it could be changing the form of something there's a lot of different applications for transmutation um that you know it, it certainly doesn't exclude the the idea that the dwarves were using this to transform items maybe alchemy who knows but um there's also a lot of applications for it i'm not sure grocus there's a lot um that that could be done with transmutation. Yeah, I'm just, it's I'm possible. a little biased. I'm just trying to hope that maybe my people weren't, you know, doing anything too. But I mean, there's good and bad in everyone, right? So, I mean, there could have been some bad dwarves too. So maybe I shouldn't be as worried and more focused on finding the truth of the matter anyway. So mm -hmm. I have to admit, I am a little biased. So that sometimes does cloud my judgment. I don't blame you. Oh, I feel like the truth has to be deeper then, right? Just here so, but into the unfinished down here, part. though, I mean, I guess we can we can probably go back. I mean, maybe maybe to the library, see if there's something maybe in the history of the town or something that can maybe help us with that. But I think you're right, Arance, but maybe we shouldn't keep it quiet, though, just to make sure that, you know, Especially the magic on here, because I'd hate to think what someone could use with it. 
if they found a way to like you know uh yeah we can go back and do some research that might be more of artemis's thing but I'll, we can that go what you're not a big fan of reading lad i mean i'm more of a music guy i was gonna say what kind of music what do you call that kind of music too it's a little i haven't heard anything like that before it's i call it hip hop hip because it's hip, hip moving hip. and you, you just hop a little bit <laughs> Lad, if my bounce. hip moves, that's not, I've never, no, 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 no. Okay, hip okay. Moving, so you can, just, like, can you do the no, hop? I, the I, can, hop? I, can, I, can, the I can do the hop part, but the hip moving, it's happened a couple times and months of hitting, yeah, so I can do the hop. But. So it's hop for you, hip hop for everybody else. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Hop music, okay. Hop, yep. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I do like it, lad, I'm just saying, I do, I, it's, not, it's not bad. Not because the older music, you know, I mean, not the classics, but it's, it's not bad. Uh, I'll play a I'll play a classic song for Grokus okay. uh, <laughs> just to show him that I have range. Like <laughs> you, you pull out a classic ballad right. uh, yeah. from your repertoire, <laughs> yeah. and it rings throughout the the cavern. Oh, but that gives me an idea what we do because you said you help me write a song maybe for um for Enter and for you know. Um, right. So if we use that 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 hippity hop, maybe yeah. we can reach to the younger generation. So you know. We'll, we'll think about uh, this later, but that's we'll workshop something. Yeah, oh, yeah. the youth pastor vibes coming <laughs> off of Grocast are so strong right now. <laughs> so we have I best way. It. Oh, it's gonna be a good way to get. Oh man, this is. But first things first, we need the truth, and then. Oh, this is great. Oh my gosh. Uh, so yeah, do we find our way out of here somehow? Is that so good? you you are able to crawl back up through. There is the matter of getting back up the track. Yeah. Um, oh, there was not an immediate solution to that. Now, you could certainly try something with the cart and see if there's a way to propel it. Um, you do look and go like it's it's kind of treacherous at points, but you could certainly walk along the track. Um, you'd be stepping rung to rung at times, um, across, especially across that large bridge area. Um, but that is an option as well. So, um... oh, man. Guess we're climbing. <laughs> oh. unless, unless you also have like magical abilities or items that would help you in this moment. Something like that. I can misty stuff. <laughs> uh, you have the broom, don't you? Oh, I do. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like, come on, oh. come on. Find the broom. Oh. Find the broom in the inventory. Yes. <laughs> How much can the broom carry? I have an, I have an idea. Uh, let me double check. That is a great question. Um, da, 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 da. it can carry up to 400 pounds, but its flying speed becomes 30 feet. Well, I was going to say, I mean, I know I'm, I'm the heaviest, okay? Like, I, I do eat well. Um, <laughs> if I can wear that hat and get skinnier and lighter, that can help ease the weight, so. <laughs> <laughs> Now you're thinking, girl. Yes, yes. Kind of pats his belly, you know, just just because I, you know, maybe need to eat a little bit less. But yes, yeah, so this, yeah. I'll just uh, take yeah, that. Okay. I hand him. I hand him the cone thing. That's a damn clever solution. Um, okay, so the two of you, Aranis and Artemis, can get on, and I would say that between the two of you, you you were under four hundred pounds. Um, yeah. We'll hand wave it and say even with gear. Um, Grokus getting on. 
uh, yeah, doesn't seem to disturb the weight. He he is light like a piece of paper. He's like a cardboard cutout of himself. Uh, this feels really weird. The voice gets like like monotone, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Really. There's, there's no ability for the vocal cords to inflect. So yeah. Um, as you begin flying back, I am going to say it's definitely over that 200 pound limit. So you're going a little bit slower, but still at like walking speed. Mm-hmm. Um, Crocus, I would like you to make a strength saving throw. Oh. Ooh, it's not going to be. Oh gosh, oh, I should have no. said time. I was going to say time me down, but we already started going. Um, oh snap! Oh That's no! That's going to be an eight. An eight. Okay. So as you're going um, and picking up just the slightest amount of speed, the wind catches you, Grocus, and like a sail, uh, Ooh. it starts to pull you Whoa. back, and you're Slow you're down. trying to Slow grab down. on. And Slow then your down. hands come free, and whew, you kind of go floating. No. Can I use Mage Hand to grab him? Uh, yeah, because Mage Hand can pick up. How much can Mage Hand pick up? I think it's like five pounds. And I'm uh, like, is how how light yeah, does it make me? Yeah, you're like. I mean, it it doesn't actually say how light it makes you, but I would say Mage Hand could at least kind of drag you a bit. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'll I'll drag him. Make a dexterity saving throw to get Mage Hand out there and grab him. Oh my god. What do I have for saving throws? Uh, Plus two. Come on. That's a a 10, so 12. 12? Okay. Uh, Your your Mei-chan goes out, and it just pinches the toe. And and Grokus, you're kind of like now floating and falling a little bit and like flapping back and like you're but your but your foot is being held up pull me back in (laughs) i'm gonna be sick i'm gonna try to pull with uh slowly just kind of pull him back and you you bring the broom back around and kind of collect him back up onto it um and yeah are able to continue on your way can someone hold me Please and not make it awkward, but I need someone to hold me down. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna hold on to him uh, so Artemis can steer. I think okay. I'm gonna be sick. Artemis, Artemis is just like, what the hell is going on? What, what is happening? <laughs> fine, everything's fine. We're good. Remember everyone to test the kite theory. Uh, yes, yeah, so you can't be flowing like a kite. I think I'm gonna throw up. Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> I just do it. Just, do, what, do it back. Would that throw up be like if I, I, yeah, I was like just gonna this. say, what is it? Two. What's the two dimensional vomit <laughs> look like? like? <laughs> Let's say we don't find out here. Okay. <laughs> I kind of pulled it in. <laughs> okay, so you all make your way back up to the top, and when you get to the entrance, you notice that it is still dark. Um, and doing a little bit of math in your head, it would have just gotten dark and then you did an eight hour rest. Um, it's probably, well, I would say it's dark, but it's just like the first bits of, of dawn are starting to come on. It's very early in the morning. Um, and yeah, there's a little bit of light coming and you know, you'll get more light as you head back to town, but you've spent the whole night dealing with the mines for sure. Hat off. <laughs> uh, well, that felt weird here's a hat back never want to do that again Ugh. it kind of grows just, on you yeah i'll just I'll lose weight the old-fashioned like way you know <laughs> you youngins can use your little magical i'm gonna get skinny quick things but i'm a <laughs> i'm gonna do the fashion way 
Oh, oh my god, I'm, I'm gonna check on Shrewbert. I'm gonna pull out Shrewbert and make sure Shrewbert's okay. Uh, <sighs> Shrewbert, I'm, I'm gonna say Shrewbert didn't really notice a difference. Okay, okay perfect. <laughs> Shrewbert doesn't have that much intelligence to you know. Okay, buddy. Okay, <laughs> we're, we're good. Shrewbert is okay. <laughs> All right, so at least we made it back. It's morning's about to hit, it looks like, at least. Um, uh, so. Okay. Can I do a perception check to see if anything's or anyone's around us? Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Uh, eight. Everything looks good. I don't see anyone around. <laughs> you <laughs> you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Everything looks fine. Um. So yeah, what's the uh, what's the plan? Do we go to a library? Do we go to Lovin? I mean, you uh, you know it better than us. Like, would it be the best? I mean, if Lovin, you feel you trust us with, I, I'm gonna. I'll go with your judgment. I mean, I think you know better than me and Artemis being new here. What might be the better? Uh, I think Lovin's a good bet. We can just figure out what this what this rock does. Um, I don't know if he'll be up yet, but maybe by the time we get back into town, he'll be setting up shop somewhere. Perfect. And make sure you just keep I, that kind of I will hidden. say, just for the, for the sake of your planning, um, if you recall, Lovin did say he was potentially going to head out of town. Oh, yes, he did. In order oh. to get away from people. So, yeah. Oof. And I believe well, you also inquired about a library at one point, and you were kind of laughed at. Like, it's it's a really teeny tiny place. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. And there's no church. No church. Yeah. <laughs> So. Okay. Um, I mean, are we supposed to report the findings to um, that uh, the bartender? But how do we know that he's not? You know, uh, this is tricky. Yeah, you had signed your contract with Gull um, for a share of the mine, and in doing so, committed to sharing the findings. Uh, percentages of profits and whatnot there um, it's about an hour walk back to the town um are you having this conversation while walking or are you kind yeah. of doing this first mm -hmm. and then heading off okay i'd say while we're walking probably okay yeah yeah all right um so what do we what do we report we have to tell them something do we tell them about getting through the hole or through the blockage because if we tell them that they're going to send more people I mean, if they don't ask, there's nothing to really tell. I mean, the main thing we have to give them is just a piece of what we gone from there. So I don't want to lie, but I mean, I uh, can I chip? Can I chip off a smaller piece of the hunk I had? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think we'll just give them this this sliver and say that's all we can find. Say mm -hmm. so we, we that's what we found down there. So it's not a lie. So we found this, and then. Let them do what they will. Lying, you don't like it's, lying, Grokus. I mean, I feel it kind of deserves balance. I mean, everything kind of flows, and lying is it's kind of it goes against balance. You know, it kind of tips things and and to things more unfavorable to things not as as just. So, no, I, I don't. I don't particularly like lying. So at least this way, we are lying. We're telling, hey, we found here's some. We found some of this. Uh, Aranis kind of just makes a face and keeps walking. 
What is that? What, what does that face supposed to mean, lad? What is what is that supposed to mean? Nothing. 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 I just I mean, you, you know. It's okay. You can, you can say what you need to say. It's okay. I mean, sometimes it's necessary. You know, and it does telling, maybe it restores balance. You know, that's true. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. As you're walking, dawn continues to come up, and by the time Grispin Hills is back in sight. Um, it's still got that very early morning kind of slightly, slightly tinted blue kind of uh, kind of feel to everything. Um, but there's enough light that it's, you know, to see daylight, you know, wise. Um, as you're walking up towards the town. Oh, and we have it hidden. I'm gonna make sure like, hey, make sure you keep that stuff like, you yeah. know, tucked in like, yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. As you're walking up towards the town. When you first approach the town, Grokus and Artemis, um, you heard, you know, people going about their day and everything like that. And, you know, you saw people walking as you're approaching it. Now it's quiet. You don't see anyone immediately like, like crossing or whatnot. You're still a ways away, you know, and whatnot. But um, it, it seems very still here in the morning. And Aranis, you would also be kind of surprised by this because like, you know, Living here is hard work. You got to get up early in the morning. You got to make hay while the sun shines, you know, sort of thing. Um, and for no one to be out and about at this point is kind of surprising. Hmm. Is it so um, yeah, this is weird. Um, hmm. Is it, is it normally this quiet sometimes? Is there some sort of celebration no. or something? Or, okay. Um, People are usually setting up shop at this time. Um, it's it's unusually quiet right now. Uh, can I do a perception check to see if anybody is watching us? Yep, go for it. I'm, I'm going to do Eyes of the Grave. Make sure there ain't there are no undead around. Just okay. Yeah, so, what's the range on Eyes of the Grave? I'm sixty feet. Okay. Yeah, so I mean eyes, you're you you're several hundred feet eyes. away from the, tie, oh, the town right away. now. So when we yeah. get closer, you want to get closer. Okay. I'll, so yeah. when you get closer, like building range. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. I'll let you know. Uh, that's a twelve plus four, sixteen. Sixteen. You kind of try to peer, and you do see some people standing on porches. Um, you know, see a couple of folks like leaning. You know, against. So it's not like everybody's gone. Um, just you know, people are not walking about, and it's it's very quiet. You don't hear any music coming from uh, the tack and trim or anything like that. No horses are out about. Um, yeah, it's just very still. As you all get closer um, and Grokus, you start to get within range of buildings and stuff. You do not immediately sense any undead. I'll let you know if that changes. Okay. Uh, can I walk up to somebody and just ask them what's up? Yeah. Like somebody on their porch. As the three of you come into the main square or the main road uh and start to walk uh there is not need to walk up to someone because people on porches begin turning to you and they're not the townspeople the first person who turns you recognize as the woman who had been harassing lovin before and she's holding a crossbow she's holding a crossbow and she trains it on you all. You turn and look to the side and you see two other men step out of one of the other buildings, also crossbows trains. Your eyes go up and you see someone on a roof, uh, the gnome figure from before with a crossbow trained. As you now take stock and look, you look around and there are none of the townspeople out about. You see about seven or eight 
of Cartwright's gang. Lining either side of the street, crossbows trained on you, and you just hear the woman kind of say out, it's about time you all got back. Oh, you're here to discuss about inner imbalance. Shut up. Cartwright's waiting for you. Perfect. We can come along. Throw those weapons on the ground first, and everybody kind of raises their. Oh man, uh, <laughs> Cartwright, Cartwright, Cartwright himself is is expecting us. The boss himself. Weapons on the ground. That's good. We can tell him about balance anyway. So this works out. Um. Ooh, uh, I'm gonna slowly lower my weapons. Uh, and just kind of keep talking. Um, you know, uh, you know what Cartwright wants. What's uh, what's going on here? Where is everybody? You're the one with the smooth tongue. Keep it up. I'm gonna put a bolt right in it. I'm gonna stop talking to okay. not make it worse. Do you all relinquish <sighs> your weapons? Yeah, I'll put down. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Yep. One of the other men from across, uh, human man, comes over and gathers them up and then kind of gives you a shove in the back and you all, and they kind of file in around and behind you and begin to march you down the main street. They bring um, you to the tack and trim. Something you wanted to do before then? I'll save it. Nope. I was going okay. to ask them if they even know about that, about Enter as we're walking down. Just keep it like, you know, just asking about entering and balancing that nature. So the, the little gnome kind of looks up here and goes, keep talking about him and I'll send you to meet him. I'm, I'm just asking the other people. I mean, I know you already do not. I'll just see if anyone else, because there's people walking with us, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I was talking to them. So, I mean, I'm, I'll just think of any of them. I know you do not as of yet, but I was thinking of any of your compatriots might, uh, you know, maybe you've heard of them. That's all. You don't get any other reply. <laughs> they lead you to the front doors and kind of give you a push. And the woman goes in ahead of you and the door kind of is swung open just about halfway. Um, and they give you a little bit of a, a nudge and say, don't keep him waiting. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to walk in first. Okay. As you walk in, the scene set before you, the tack and trim looks much like it normally does, except there are no patrons, and there are a few of the the, the gang members in here, kind of sitting around, uh, weapons trained and ready. You see knives, swords, crossbows. In the center of the room, a table has been set up. Leaning against the table, sitting on the floor, with his hands bound, is Gull, the half-orc tavern owner. And as you look briefly, you see a bloodied nose. You see a broken-off tusk. Black eyes. His shirt seems to be ripped. He has been beat to a pulp and is just sitting here, breathing heavily. On the other side of the table 
the woman walks up to a man that is seated with his boots kicked up onto the table itself. And Aranus, who you recognize, and the two of you see for the first time, is a burly man, barrel-chested, thick, muscular, almost like a almost like a bodybuilder, like like one of those like strong men bodybuilders who like, you know, it's not tone, it's just mass type of things. Um, he's wearing a big dark cloak. He's got gray hair that's been cut military style like it's very tight uh to him which is fairly uncommon in these areas um there's a lot of upkeep that goes into like there aren't barbers everywhere um and he doesn't have a beard but he's got like grizzled uh kind of stubble on his face and you notice a scar that starts at the nostril and splits the nostril itself and then goes up the cheek right underneath the eye uh and he has these big black boots on and as you come in he turns towards you all and cracks a smile and just says well 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 bard right where'd you find these fun folk oh you know around just uh here and there you're looking as pretty as ever (laughs) takes the boots off steps stands up with a deep thud and begins to walk towards you all. Boom. 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 Aranus is pretty tall. He stands an inch or two taller. And he's broad. And he kind of comes over to you all, looming over top of Grokus and Artemis. He's like, kind of looks at Artemis and just raises an eyebrow and then moves straight to Grokus. And he kind of leans down a little bit I thought they were lying. Was certain of it. Yes, his good looks. His good looks are a blessing. Oh my God! So yes, <laughs> they weren't lying about that. <laughs> a real dwarf, full-blooded. It looks like only a couple hundred years old. Your curiosity, my friend. How so? Are you from some? mystical magical place where there's hundreds of your kind it could be right i mean if i'm here is that not a possibility (laughs) stranger things have happened kind of leans back and gives you a very pointed look aranis and then turns and walks back and he starts to speak so gull here tells me that you all were at the mine what'd you find a lot of rocks. A lot of rocks. So More many rocks. rocks. And then some weird like beetle things. I get deception uh, check. Dude, because of from who? From all uh, of us? I'll say I'll say one person. Yeah, pick someone of, to to roll it. Yeah. But I mean, we did find beetles, so we technically, like, we did find the beetle thing. Mm-hmm. There were lots of rocks. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, <laughs> It's a lie by omission, Blake. <laughs> uh, I think I probably have the highest deception. Yeah, I was going to say. I was gonna, I was gonna... Uh, so, yeah, we'll see. Plus six. I'm telling Lad, I'm going to pedal um, it back, do a quick, like, bless spell. Oh, it that's back, not like, a good face. <laughs> that's a six, so that's a 12. A 12? Plus, well, I bless him, too, because I did, I did. I was like, hey, tell him, tell him what we oh, found, Lad. Tell him uh, before, so, he went, before he went to talk, sure, give him a little sound sure. on the back. So what is that, another D4? D4, D4 mm-hmm. yep. 
Okay, we're at 12. That's a four, so 16. Whew. 16, okay. He goes back and sits back down. Well, that's to be expected in a mine. Lots of rocks. Mm. Indeed. And those beetles, too. Those are a little, not scary, but I mean, they were kind of, oof. They were kind of gross, weren't they? They were really a different kind of gross. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. the size of your head. I mean, you have a big head, and they were the size of your head. So, oof. Just, you you might not want to go down there anytime soon. Just a real infestation. Well, I don't plan on going down there. That's not my job. Good. That's perfect. Oh, you know, awesome. the other thing that I heard that was just as interesting, if not more so, is that you fucked with my people. Fucked with? I mean, that's a strong, strong word for uh, for what happened. We just kind of redirected. We had a conversation. I mean, we talked about Enor. They obviously weren't too inclined to, which I don't know if you are yourself, but um, if you are, let me know. Definitely love talking about it. So we he did a conversation about back that. And pulls out a small dagger and whoosh, spins it in his hand and boom, slams it hard into the table. That's and like, that's the extent of his expression. Like, he still just keeps looking at you like real calmly. Uh, I'm going to look over at the. Uh the uh the lady that we fucked with and i'm gonna say uh you don't think we fucked with you right we we're good and i'm just gonna like give her a wink like because because they got the money because we they end up getting the money right remember the situation they, they did spend get the up money. getting they still get the money i think we, did we help chip in or anything I, I don't know either way they got the money i think they did get know, correctly i remember hearing them say that they they said that they remember hearing you say something about balance is that right? That seems to be your thing. I think I've heard it even now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And balance is important. Balance is very important. You see, our arrangement here with the people of this fine little town is a balance. It's one that I rather like. And when you come in and start fucking with my people, it upsets that balance, friends. And I don't like balance being upset. You can well, tell, right? You can look at me and tell yeah. that I'm uh, that I'm not liking this. You can tell I'm upset. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I'd say so. I mean, very expressive face, honestly. Mm. Like, so good. But uh, mm. what 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 was really fucked with? I mean, you got your money. Isn't that what you were after? It's not about money. It's about respect. Well, I, I do apologize if we showed any signs of disres of disrespect, sir. So I mean, I do apologize for that because, like I said, I may have a matter of balance. And I do not want to upset the balance. So I do apologize if we kind of upset that it wasn't the intention. Here's what's going to happen. Hmm. We're gonna take our respect out of the hides and he points towards goal of the folks here and you he points to you Aranus. and you and he points to you artemis you're going to leave and i'm never going to see you again 
Mm-hmm. He spins the dagger and points it towards Grokus. And you. Well, my boss is interested. Mm. So you're going to stay. I can't because I'm with someone, Artemis. Yeah, we. <laughs> so I do apologize. You misunderstood. But... You, 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 it's my fault, really. I wasn't clear enough. You're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. not a Thinking. choice. You see, that's not that's not going to work for me. <laughs> he stands back up, starts to walk over towards you. The woman flanking him walks closer towards you all. He reaches a hand, just kind of pats Aranus on the shoulder. Some fine friends you found here. And then, boom, the left hand comes in and right in the gut just hits you hard. It is like a meat hammer just coming in and it doubles you over. Um, You lose your breath for a moment. And as he's doing this, he's looking right at you, Artemis, the entire time. And he just holds you. Now the hand that was on your shoulder is holding you down, bent over halfway as you kind of suck for air. And then he lets you up. Still got it. Still got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to be back tomorrow at dawn. When we come back, we expect a few things. We expect the two of you to be gone. We expect you trussed up and ready to go. And I expect this town! And he, like, now projects so that his voice is going out into the streets to remember its place. Let's go, Mary. And the woman comes with him and the rest of the people stand up. Um, he's As he starts to leave, he's, oh, <laughs> one more thing. And he makes a hand motion and you see one of the people that, one of the thugs that's passing by Gull just reach out, kick him in the face with his boot. Casting healing words so of like, I'm going to quickly say, are you okay? It's a quick healing word. Okay. Let's see if it's that, so. Okay. Uh, roll a. Hmm. Are you are you being obvious that you're casting a spell or are you trying to disguise it in any way? Oh, well, because he's going to see kids. Does he, he knock him down? Because I'm going to kind of just like. Just yeah, like, when oh he kicked gosh. him, he knocked him over. So I'm going like, oh my gosh, you're okay. Yes, yeah, so I'm going over to just kind of touch him. Oh my gosh, that. that Look like it hurts. So it's all this vocal. So we're sure, saying that isn't sure. kind of okay. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah, you kind of rush over, and uh, they don't pay it any mind. Um, and Cartwright just goes, "That'll help him remember." And then out the door, and you hear them get on horses. And you hear boots that are kind of leaving the grounds in various areas. Um, people coming down off roofs that were kind of up there stationed, and. Pretty soon you hear the sound of hoofs as they ride away. Um, oh, God. Mm. Are you uh, okay? I, yeah. We ask if Gold is okay. I'm going to do healing word on Gold. I'm going to do, yeah, I'm going to healing word on, um, so I'm going to do another healing word on Gold. I've been better. He's like trying to speak, so, yeah. but his mouth is all swollen. That's going to be a three plus, so six health. That okay. I'll cast it. If I still see his damage, we'll do it again. Like because I'm he's he's still sure. sore, but you see the the some of the cuts kind of heal up a little bit, um, and he seems to be breathing a little bit easier now. <sighs> that was um, 
they got here maybe a few hours after you all had left for the mines and uh, hell they spent the night <laughs> uh, I think I was I don't know if I was the only one that they uh, worked over but I'll go check on everyone if you I'll check around see if there's anything else to heal um, various I... folks around the town are reporting when the when they first came in so um, the Brightwoods Thomas and Elsa who run the um, the general store um, the windows are shattered to their store um, some things have been tipped over um, Thomas was was struck um, as he tried to stop people various other people have you know got shoved out of the way and you know minor wounds and whatnot Gull seems to have taken the brunt of their ire um, as they set up shop here in the uh, in the tack and trim. Um, can I go get our weapons first of all? Hopefully, yeah. they've just been. Yeah. Sitting. So those were <laughs> you find them kind of just discarded out on the street. Um, you know, when you all went in, someone just kind of tossed them off to the side. Just drop one. Whoops. Um. <laughs> um uh, I'm gonna grab my warhammer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at both Artemis and Aramis. Be like, hey, um, you guys don't need to stay here. I'm, I don't plan on going with them, at least not alive. But I am gonna do what I can to restore balance because that is not balance. Balance is not by force. Balance is natural. Balance is balance to everybody, and that's not how you do balance. So I'm not. I don't plan on going with them alive. So I, but I will do everything in my power to make sure I stop whatever he's trying to do. So, but you guys do not need to stay, especially Artemis. I mean, I do thank you for the, all the travel. That's been the best time in my life. Honestly, I did not have to be alone anymore and I will never be able to repay you for that. And, and Aaron, Aaron, you helped us out so much already. You need to get that, that hippity music out to the world because more people need to need to discover that because it is pretty good. But I can't ask you guys just to stay here for me, but I am going to do whatever I can to stop that because that's not balance. So, so uh, I'm, I'm fine staying. I'm All staying. Right. I'm staying. Where you go, I go right now. But, uh, no, I'm leaving. Um, Aranis has a very dark look on his face. Um, He's like, yeah, let's get some balance. Let's, uh, I think Cartwright needs to go, first of all. I'm inclined to agree. And maybe we can, can we, I'm going to see if we can talk to the people. I'm going to just go around talking to people because like trying to see if we can get maybe, I don't want to risk their lives. I'm going to tell them like, hey, if you can, what, like what we're, like what we're planning to do and if they can do anything to maybe help. I mean, not to put their lives at risk, but just to let them know that we'll be we plan on doing. Yeah. So in the case that they want to leave or they want to help, just so they know that something's going to happen tomorrow. Mm -hmm. A lot of the reaction that you're getting as you talk to people is one of, obviously they very much agree with you that they would love Cartwright gone, but they don't, they don't know you. They don't see this as a solution. You start talking of fighting back and they're fearful. They're worried that they're just going to be slaughtered by these you know tougher more well-armed Arendis, maybe you, you know these people better than i do so maybe if you talk to them i mean i'm kind of the you know just the old traveler coming in so maybe if you if you talk to them i um well I'm wondering, they know. 
I'm wondering what info anybody might have on Cartwright or like where his base is or anything like that, because I think right now is the moment when they're least expecting anything. They've just given us this threat. Um, they think good they're good point, at least until tomorrow. That's so we can point. find out where they're at. I can probably get in there and we can find a way to get close. And they, they live by horseback too, so I mean they can't be too extremely far. I mean, if there's any stables on we can if we can procure a horse, I mean that's it's not a not a bad idea. Um, can I ask Goal if he has any information, if he knows anything? Yeah, so you ask around and no one has seen Cartwright's base of operations. Um as people start to put their heads together, there is an idea of well, they've got to be within a couple hours because they tend to come and go sometimes at a moment's notice. And you even know just hearing him, you know, say that like it was a few hours after you had left that they got back. So they would have had to, you know, at the mm -hmm. most gone, told Cartwright, come back with everybody. Um, so it, it's, it can't be terribly far that, you know, time wise. And you know what direction they left town. Um, but it's, you know, it's a compass heading and and a, and a rough timetable. There's no guarantee that you're going to quite find it with that. Um, but it's a start. Uh, okay. Um, I mean, so if we could find them, I mean, like I said, we could get the drop on them. Hmm. Um, like it, we'd have to know. I mean, I'm not the best at tracking. I mean... Sure, the horse probably left trails, but I'm not. If we if we can maybe we can just see if we can even follow that first and foremost and go from there. Uh, yeah. Can I ask around and see if anybody knows anything about tracking who might be willing to help us? Yeah. So asking around, let me take a quick look at our lovely little folks in the town. Probably the best person to ask as you, as you talk to people would be Imladar. Um, he's an elf man, young elf man, who's kind of the stable hand um, for everything. And just kind of naturally being the one who works the most with the horses, he's got the best sense of like, you know, <laughs> how to, how to track them. Um, and so, yeah, you would, you, you ask around and people point you in his direction. Um, if you go to the stables, uh, you see him working there, um, he's a he's a very thin, um, kind of short ha uh, elf man. Usually elves are a little bit taller. He he stands a little bit shorter. Um, he's got kind of like um, uh, it's 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 very very pale, almost albino type skin um, with very long hair that he has dyed purple, um, and it gives this kind of very ethereal kind of looked him it's very kind of out of place in regards to uh everybody else in the browns and the tans and the you know the dust of the of the area um it's not quite a drow um but 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 yeah kind of stands out in that regard and um he turns and sees you all come in and is like oh um heard heard what happened so so sorry um you all hey, right in yeah i mean you know it happens um, we were actually wondering if you could help us. Uh, we're trying to figure out where Cartwright went. No, I, I'm sorry. I'm not, uh, 
I'm not a fight. I I, I can't fight. No. No. Yeah, no. 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 Lab. We, we do. I do. That's the last thing I want. Because no. 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 Don't. I don't mean to. We don't mean to get you. Put you in danger. But if you could, were you able to see tracks? Well, I know you were with horses. I mean, if you can just maybe just get this point us. If you can see. If you can tell maybe which direction they took off in. Maybe where they might have headed. That would be more than enough. If you if you feel comfortable enough, just showing us that. We don't mean for you to get into any sort of. Um, Fight or anything you, else of that you, nature. You're going to track him. Yes. If we can, Aramis had a gr- brilliant idea. Of if we get to him before, maybe you know, <sighs> surprise him. Essentially, is what we plan on doing when they least suspect it. So, let's see. Um, okay, thanks for a minute. Go ahead and roll a persuasion check. Okay. Ew. <laughs> I, whoever rolls it has advantage because the group is working together. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, <laughs> who wants to? I have plus eight, so I was gonna say I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say who wants to. It's the bard's know. thing. Yeah, <laughs> I got a two and a seven, so fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. All right. Um, he thinks for a minute, and kind of, um, you, know, you, you see him kind of like stroking the side of his neck and you notice now there's like um like a bruise like kind of like a like an impact like right where the the neck meets the shoulder oh um, recent yeah yeah i'm gonna like word as soon as i see some like passing like word on that and as he's rubbing it also he's like did you just yes yes that i saw that uh, oh. so i didn't notice that earlier no um one of them yes i was working and one of them came up behind me um oh. Let me get you horses. Let me get you horses. I can I can show you where where they left and and perhaps help get you on the right the right direction. Thank you, man. I'm more than grateful for that. Seriously, thank you so much. They've already got a head start. We and need to move quickly. If anything happens on the road, you can. Yes, guess very very right. Okay. okay. And he begins working quickly to get um, three, uh, what looked like some of the, the, the faster horses, um, kind of the, the more slender ones, um, kind of ready for you all. And you notice he's actually getting a fourth ready as well. Uh, and once he's got them all kind of hitched up and, and have saddles on and everything, he leads them out to you. Um, there are two kind of brown, light brown tan horses, and then one that is got like it's more of like a dark black with little bits of white in the mane um, for the three of you. And then he's got one as well. That's that's another you know, brown and, and, and tan horse. Um, and you see him mount up on his um, and then quick grab pick. They're, they're all yeah. they're all friendly. Oh, all right. Um, Grabbing the black horse. Okay, <laughs> Artemis goes for the, the cool-looking one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I go for one of the... Okay, yeah, ones. the other two, the brown yeah. and tan horses um, you grab. Um, Grokus riding a full-size horse is a little much, um, but you are able to do it without too much of a problem. Uh, a halfling or a gnome might have more of a problem, but you stand a little bit taller. Um so you're able to get on and he leads you out to the edge of town and when you get there um you see both thomas brightwood the the shop owner who had been beaten um as well as gull standing there kind of at the edge of town waiting for you and you kind of come up to them and gull kind of flags you down 
Um, he's still looking a little rough healed, but you know, that broken tusk is going to need time to grow back, etc. Um, and he's like, right. We, um, we know you're headed out there and we can't, we can't ask this of you. Please know that we're not like, if you want to walk away, this is, this is the town's problem, not yours. No. Balance is everyone's problem. Um, especially when it's interrupted the way that it is. So, and the only way we can fix balances by, from what I've studied, at least is by working together and trying to, to do anything we can do to to restore it. So right. it's 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 definitely it's something I take as my problem if it's your problem. So this is my home. Figured you might say that, uh, Imladar, get off that thing. He's like, what? He's like, get off, and. The boy kind of you know, gets off a little intimidated by Gull, and Gull grabs him. And now as Gull steps forward, you see strapped to his back, um, just like along the back of the waist is like this short sword um, that he has strapped there, uh, hidden behind him. And he whoo, mounts up on Imladar's horse. He's like, I thought, I thought I was gonna stab him. Plot twist. Plot twist. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, right, okay. well, Imladar, point us where we need to be. <laughs> it's my home, too. I'm not letting you do this on our accord. Oh. Besides, he kind of rubs that spot where the tooth was broken off. I got some payback that needs to be delivered. Hell yeah. Uh, can, I pull out yes. the, can I pull out the little sliver mm -hmm. and say, um, do you, I, I know it's the big ask and on short notice, but do you know anything about this um where where'd you get it i don't know what it is we got it from the mine it's just a piece of of magical rock we know it's magical uh, and uh transmutation he takes uh, it from you and flips it down to thomas um he's like thomas ask around maybe send some people back down there see what we can find if there's <laughs> something we can useful. use yeah it might be it might be useful and Artemis, hopefully you have that spell with that. It'd be a good time to test that new spell too, Artemis. I mean, maybe uh looks like it might come in handy pretty soon. Right. I cast right. Scorching Ray. Oh, you know, well, not now. I mean, I mean, we'll wait, we'll wait, wait, wait. I'm like a steer pass. No, not now. Not now. <laughs> Just off into the into the air. <laughs> I won't let you, I won't, I won't have you waste the spell slot on that. <laughs> You're good. But you do have it ready. Um all right, so Imladar talks to, to Gull real quick and kind of points out the direction they went, gives him a couple pointers of what to look for as far as tracking the horses. And then the four of you mounted up and revenge on your minds. Take off after Cartwright's gang as you attempt to overtake them and stop them in their tracks before any more harm can be done. And that's where we're going to end the session today. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> uh, I want to get him so bad. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. I, this is, I didn't, I love this. I I was not anticipating man. a chase, but I'm excited for this. This is going to okay, be It's okay, guys. I got one for soul spell salt left. We're good. Well, no, you, everybody got full rest, remember. Oh. So but, but, make sure you hit that okay. full rest button in your, uh, in your, in your sheets. Because uh, you should, for the most part, be pretty, pretty. But I, I healed two up. people though, at least, right? Oh, I think that's I right, you did. Yep. So, yeah. So at least, at least two. So at yep. least. So you did burn some stuff there. 
least, sure. uh, so at least I should have at least I think two the two left I think then so okay. first level so my second level spells there it was worth it healing that's what I need to do so <laughs> I'm a cleric yeah <laughs> all right thank you everybody for joining us for part three we will be back next week uh, with the epic conclusion to our story. Oh, man. Until then, please follow the first watch, like, subscribe, share all those good things. And we'll see you out on the trail. As Which is luck. Yes, <laughs> they're going to need it. They're going to need it. But you got gold. You got gold. You got, you got yourselves an ally. So mm -hmm. we'll see where this goes. All right. Till next time.